Hey y'all, hey. Welcome to the Come and Talk to Me podcast with Cece, where we talk about all the things from quotes to memes, but from a 40 and over perspective. So, I think it's time to start the show. February. Um, but I'm going to say it anyway. Happy 2022. And I've had so many people hitting me up, texting me, reaching out to me, tracking me down. I even had someone say say to me like, what's going on? Did I do something to offend you? I haven't been seeing the uh, episodes like like they were blocked or something from the <laughs> from the podcast. I'm like, no, I just haven't been recording. Um, but so many people have been like, what's going on? Where's the pot? Where's the podcast? I haven't seen it. Where are the episodes? Well, I believe I know in season three, I did announce that I was going to be taking a break from the, the podcast as, as we knew it, the format that I had before, because, uh, things were just getting, I was just getting very busy, but, yeah, I had people hitting me up, but it's for a good reason. You know, how sometimes we don't like when people are like trying to check your whereabouts, like where you been. We don't really like that. But it actually made me feel very appreciated to know that people have been um, missing me, missing the podcast. So that is that is good to know. It's a good feeling. But I've been so busy. I am serving as the senior advisor for my high school right now. And. You know, once you come back from winter break, if you work in schools, it's time to get busy with the rest of the year. It's like once you come back in January, it's like, okay, this is the second semester. We're starting to look towards June. So as senior advisor, I have been overwhelmed with planning for prom, graduation, all those senior activities that you have when you're in high school. I'm the advisor, so I'm the one that's spearheading most of those events and planning them, meeting with people, doing fundraisers. We we have a lot going on. So I knew that I would be busy with that. So I knew when I wrapped up in December that it would be a while before I was able to start up the uh, another season or at least start up a season with the same format of meeting with folks. But also, I want to mention that um, I have been venturing out into something else as well. I always knew that podcasting would be an introduction to some other opportunities. And um, it's become a segue to another endeavor that I have wanted to dabble in a little bit for a while now. I have become a freelance audiobook reader. And I just completed my first project with a local author, Terrence Glaive. 
And um, I will give more information about his book. He has released a second edition of one of his um, novels. And I did the audio reading for that. So I will have more information about that to come very soon once he releases the second edition. But it is just an endeavor that I was have been interested in. I think I was interested in doing audiobooks before I even started the podcast. Like, well, I know I was. I had thought about it for many years just because I read to my students all the time and I really enjoy it. And I had thought about doing a YouTube channel, but I didn't exactly know how can I do this and what are the rights if I'm reading a, you know, like a, a book that is part of our curriculum. But I just knew that I enjoyed that activity. And so now I have that opportunity where I'm linking up with some local new authors of black urban contemporary fiction. And it's just, it's exciting. So that's what I've been busy doing. However, I have decided to kick off season four only for the months of February and March for some very, very specific reasons. Uh, As you all, as we all know, I mean, I don't know. Everyone knows this. This is not going to be a surprise to anyone, but February is Black History Month. Now, some people might be surprised to hear that March is Women's History Month. I've decided to post episodes weekly just for some Black History discussions and Women's History discussions in March. And that will be the relaunching of season four of the Come and Talk to Me podcast. Don't think I'm going to have any guests for season four. It'll just be me just talking and having a discussion. And I want to talk about some of those black history facts and concepts and events, even people that we don't discuss enough. So that's what we're talking about today on the Come and Talk to Me podcast, Black History. So I could call this uh, little known Black History facts, but that's just so cliche. I don't want to say that. What I want to present this as, I want to present this as the concepts that we need to have conversations with our kids about. Even if you don't have kids, if you have nieces, nephews, grandkids, the neighbor next door, you know, somebody, the little kid that the, the little, the young boy that shovels your snow. I don't know someone, if you have someone young in your life, and when I say young, I don't just mean school age and not just high school either. I'm talking about anyone 25 and younger. I truly believe as African-Americans, we have a responsibility to have certain conversations with our youth. And again, when I say youth, I mean 25 and under. I think that there's a lot of blame put on schools about what schools don't teach about black history. I agree. They don't teach everything, but they can't. How could they? They don't have time to teach everything. You know, I'm not taking up for certain situations that occur in school, but I am saying that there is a responsibility at home. We don't rely on the schools to teach our kids manner. Well, some people do manners and um, just home training. 
That's why it's called home training. So part of home training should also be having those discussions about our own African-American history. And sometimes I think that doesn't happen because maybe the parents don't know a lot. But we have no excuse nowadays. We have information right at our fingertips. We Google everything else. We can Google this too. That's what I wanted to present for the month of February. Every Saturday in February, I am going to just bring up those concepts that may not necessarily be known as little known black history facts, but they're rarely discussed black history facts. That's it. That's what I'm going to call it. Rarely discussed. So these are those discussions we need to have with our kids and young people. Today, I want to bring up a concept that one of my colleagues told me the other day that he brought up to some students in the school. He kind of mentioned it and they had no idea what he was talking about. The middle passage. The middle passage is a concept that kind of goes overlooked. We don't really talk about it a lot. Um, We just talk about maybe some of the harsh realities of the slave trade, Uh, but we don't really focus on how that looked to try to get to try to envision exactly what happened and how this took place. The Middle Passage was the route from West Africa to first stop was the West Indies. And then secondly, to America. So the Middle Passage is the actual route where the Africans were brought from Africa to America to be enslaved. And I know that we talk a lot about, you know, you know, if you watch any movie or even any short history lesson, you will know that, you know, there were slave ships. We know that there was a voyage. We know that they left Africa and came to America. But I don't think a lot of our youth are familiar with the term, the Middle Passage. And they need to know that the Middle Passage was a route just like all of the other routes in this trade that took place. So Great Britain would trade different products and merchandise like guns and uh, ammunition, other things from Great Britain to Africa. They would trade that with Africa and their trade off what they got in Africa were people to be used as slaves. And then they brought the people to the West Indies and traded some of them off to get sugar and rum, some other products. And then they continued to take the rest of those people to America. And there in America, they would use those people. They would enslave them so that they can, could build um, and cultivate the land and basically farm the crops to continue to take to Great Britain. And um, the Middle Passage was that specific passage. There were other routes that were included in this triangle. We know when we see the map of Britain, Africa, and the West Indies and America, and we see that triangle The Middle Passage was that route from Africa to America over the Atlantic Ocean. 
I'm not sure if a lot of young people understand that that's what that was. And that phrase is, uh, pertains to that voyage on the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, we do know that that was a horrible, horrible voyage. And we know of some of the effects of the voyage and what happened during that time when Africans were stolen from Africa. I'm going to repeat, stolen from Africa. Um, even if there were participants that helped the thieves steal them, they still were stolen. Basically, the Atlantic Ocean serves as a, a, a grave site for the Africans that did not make it to America for one reason or the other, either because um, they did not survive or because they voluntarily decided that they would wanted to die an African and not a slave. And that is part of the discussion that I don't think we have with our kids. And we need to talk about that as well. It makes me put the experience in certain boxes. We have, when we talk about black people, we, we, we have the Africans. Then we have the Africans that were brought to America who were enslaved. We have the Africans that were, that stayed in the West Indies. And then we have those that decided they would die African and not as slaves. And they are the ones that we lost in that middle passage. Um, some of those Africans that were lost in the middle passage may have been our ancestors. But many of them were not because they never made it here to America to have descendants. And that's a part of the discussion we need to have. That, that discussion alone could prompt so many other discussions and questions. And... um you know, I just want, when it, when we have Black History Month every year, you know, definitely don't feel like it should only be one month. But you know what? If there's a heightened sense of Black History every year during the second month of the year, why not? I'm not going to be against it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, you know, it definitely should be more often. I know a lot of people feel that way, but I'm not going to ignore it just because there is a, there's a heightened sense of Black History. And that's what I like to call it um, in February. But I really do think during this time, use this time as your excuse to have those discussions with your kids, your grandkids, your nieces and nephews that we don't usually have. Those rare conversations about black history that they may not know about. So that was the middle passage. And, feel free to go ahead and Google it, Google the image of it so they can see how it looked. Now there's a piece of advice I would give you about Googling. 
when you Google, and I think any history, not just black history, but anything that you're, you're trying to research in history, don't just go with the first thing that pops up on Google. Check, especially when it comes to our history, check multiple sources. If you want to go to a source that you trust the most, I don't know, if you want to go to Cornell West, you know, look, look him up and see what he says on a topic, do that. But don't just rely on the first source that pops up and definitely don't rely on Wikipedia. Please don't <laughs> because they get information wrong all the time. But go to a reliable source. You can get there through Google, just like we Google everything else. Look up that information. Take some time and talk to your kids. This is our history. This, this is our responsibility. We can't just always put it on the schools, what the schools don't do. Yeah, it, there may be several things that the schools don't do. It's a lot of things that the, the um, hospitals don't do either. That they should. Every, every field, there's, you know, the little extra that we wish they would do. I wish the, the garbage man could come in my house and take the garbage out and put it in the cans before garbage day and then come and take it away. It's more, I, we could ask every field of work to do more and like, and say they're not doing enough. So when it comes to schools and education and teachers, you, if you feel like they're not doing enough, then you have to do that extra. Just like I have to take out my own garbage and wait for the garbage man to come and do their part on Thursdays. Let the teachers do their part, but then you have to do that extra. Y'all know I'll go off on a tangent with these metaphors, so I'm not going to do that. But this has been this week's rare discussion. Have that discussion with someone you know about the middle passage. And there's so much more to it. I just touched on it a little bit, but I definitely just wanted to make it known that is the that refers to the route that was actually taken. So much more I could say about it, but I'm I'm gonna just you know stay there, and and stick to that. But have that discussion with your kids. I'll talk to y'all next week. Follow the show on Instagram at Come and Talk to CC. No numbers, no underscore, just come and talk to C-E-E-C-E-E -E -E on Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to and follow the podcast wherever you listen. And for that smooth rendition of Come and Talk to Me, for the theme music, I would like to thank producer Larry Owens, B. Landrum and Dre Walton on vocal production and arrangement, and Cleveland's own B. Landrum on lead vocals. Now, as always, pour a glass of wine, put on some old school R&B, and count your blessings. Take care, y'all.